welcome to our podcast. We've got Amrita. Hello. Shreya. Hello. Divya. Hi. Jenny. Hi, hi. And me, Sahana. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to episode three of The Pen Pod. Yeah, we just want to thank you guys so much for listening to our episode last week. Um, it was really fun for us to talk about our Indian American experiences. So we hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh-huh. We also hope you enjoyed our first mini episode. We didn't plan on it, but it was definitely a lot of fun to just talk about food for like 20 minutes. Our topic for this week is social media and everything that comes with it. Yes, and before we get started, we're going to play a short game called Two and Two that'll hopefully let you guys get to know us a little bit better. So how this works is each of us have written down two things that we like and two things that we dislike, and I'm going to go through and read through them, and we're going to guess which ones belong to which person. Starting with the first one, the two likes are rom-coms and journaling, and the two dislikes are Brussels sprouts and sweating. The dislikes are mood. I too dislike <laughs> Brussels sweating. sprouts and sweating. Yeah. 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 Uh, Big mood. Rob, I think Shreya's really into journaling. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's yeah, Shreya. I think it's Shreya. Yeah. Busted. Busted. Uh, <laughs> it's because you keep, your, you keep your happiness journal. I do. Yeah, yeah. Aww. I thought it might have been Divya, but then Divya plays soccer, and soccer is like a lot of sweating. So <laughs> I'm probably like used to that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that makes I sense. just like looked at it. I was like, basically, all of us like rom coms. Like, yeah, that's, that's like for sure. something that that's we fun. all like. Just wait till we get to the rest of them. <laughs> You'll come oh, okay, up okay, soon okay. enough. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why I thought I could write that one there because all of us like them. So I figured it would be harder to figure it out. But yeah, but like we I got said. you with the journaling. Yeah. You're like the journal queen in our group, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Next person. The two likes are escape rooms and reading, and the two dislikes are enclosed spaces and chewing ASMR. <laughs> so definitely not Amrita. But like Amrita doesn't like no. enclosed spaces. I think it is. Amrita. She really likes escape rooms and no, I, reading. Yeah, and okay, reading. I think it is Amrita, which is like ironic, but still. I, I, I think like she likes, she likes being the, uh, she likes being the chewing ASMR person, but she doesn't like listening to yeah. it. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. <laughs> this is laughing. No, but I here's the thing. I put chewing ASMR because I knew it would throw you off, but I don't like mm. like the food ASMR where people are eating. But I do. Uh, I will gladly give it to you guys, but I don't want to listen. No, they have those ones that are like when you put on headphones and then it's like a head and they talk into the head on like both sides. And it's Mm. actually like weirdly like. Wait, I watched those too. Like, I didn't expect to like it. Like, it's like, ah, but then at the same time, it's like, you got to go in with an open mind, you know? So It's super soothing. I I watch those too. Yeah. So, yay. We got that one. For everyone listening, when we start recording, like the 10 (laughs) minutes before we record, we're trying to do mic checks and we're trying to make sure everyone like sounds okay. (laughs) And Bubba will oh, just go straight into her mic Constant and just start ASMR. whispering. Hello, can you guys hear me with this ASMR right Yeah, that, that's her, <laughs> like, for the whole 10 minutes. And we're all like, for the love of all that's holy. Oh my gosh. Alright, the next person, the two likes are reading heartwarming contemporary romance novels and fall colors. And the two dislikes are mushrooms and bugs in my house. Mm, now, oh my I bugs. have... The sneakiest feeling. This is our little divs. Yeah, yeah. The con- it's me. also the contemporary romance novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Books 
Tippy has recommended me. I have a long list that I have not. But it's the fact yet. that she even <laughs> phrased it like that, that it was so... Yeah. Also, I, thought, yeah, I was like, yeah. I think the phrasing I think it's goes. probably gonna be Divya. Yeah. Also, the yeah. bugs. Like, how many times have we been on a call and she's like, "Guys, a bug <laughs> in my bug. room." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you guys are even worse about it than I am. Just yeah, I don't know. That's true. There was a, I okay, can't even argue. One time, yeah. there was a cockroach in my room, and it was like 1:30 a.m. And I was like, maybe I should just like go to sleep and hope no. it goes away. And Jenny, no, I'm like, what? How can no. you do that? No, even me. You had to. You called your dad to come in, right? Later. Yeah. Uh-huh. But okay, there's you no just way. should not. That's a bad move. Divya. I could yeah. never fall asleep with the live it, cockroach. Like, yeah, I don't know if I could have actually fallen asleep. It was just a thought. Yeah. I'm glad I did not. Yeah, what if it exactly. crawls on you? What if it crawls yeah. on you, like when you're? How do you know sleeping? there isn't gonna be another one on your bed, okay? That's <laughs> the when you kill the one you think you bed. Oh my! That would waste. <laughs> I know, like I'm not gonna sleep tonight now, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go on. Okay. Next <laughs> one. The two likes are going to the beach and watching documentaries, and the two dislikes are oh, would you look at that? Cockroaches and super spicy food. <laughs> Um, think so. This one is Sahana. Sahana. Yep. Yeah. Sahana goes yeah. to the beach. You like the beach a lot, for sure. I do like the beach. Yeah. But you also made it a little hard because I feel like we would agree. Everyone could relate to this. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I was gonna put cracking knuckles for dislikes, like the sound of cracking knuckles. <laughs> oh, people I would have gotten, would've gotten, people would've like, gotten that like immediately. Yeah, I don't yeah. like really? it either. I don't know if I would have gotten that because, like, I hate when people do that, like, while you're taking a test in school at uh, <laughs> Armita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like Jenny. I saw her raise her hand. I was like, they, like they, no. Yeah. I just feel like people would have known that about me when I was, like, growing up. Yeah, because every, like every time I'm around her and I crack my knuckles, she's just like, oh. Oh, it's, not yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not even the sound as much as it's, like, the connection between someone popping their bone and it cracking. Like Why? when I see uh... to say it like that. <laughs> like, so first of all, it's so bad. First of all, it's so bad for your bones. But also the I just can't Okay, like, why like would I you know, do such a thing? Yeah, exactly. It's bad for your bones, but also if you don't crack your knuckles, then they get stiff. I don't so think that I have those, but I crack my wrists a lot. Like I don't know if it was after I started learning violin. Violin. Like, yeah, Yamo cracks her mm. wrists all the time. I think I'd like do it less now, but it's also been like a whole year since seriously played the violin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and now the last person. The two likes are peppermint flavored food and babies, and the two dislikes are tomatoes uh... and green tea. Okay, this is like, this I mean, the basic. 100%. I, I, I realized that when it was read out loud, the peppermint flavored food and babies sounded kind of <laughs> creepy, but like, I genuinely you... like, pl- like. What children. are you eating for dinner, huh? Like, what, are you eating something else for dinner? Like, oh, yeah, wow. it sounded a little See, weird, but. The babies and the peppermint yeah. flavored food gave you away right away because you've also been raving about this peppermint creamer that you got. Oh yeah. my god. Peppermint mocha yeah. creamer. Oh my yeah. god. You were and you work with about, babies. Yeah. yeah. And you were talking about how you don't like tomatoes. You literally yeah. have just given yourself away, bub. And this you love true. boba. This is green tea. Oh, wait. You don't like green tea, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized, I just realized it's coffee dislike. with her boba. Coffee, coffee. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. Well, yes. I had to stop now, but I normally if I'll get like a black tea, basically. Black tea. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. Like any type of milk tea. I'm not really a green tea type of. I don't know. It's too bitter mm. for me. I really like sweet things. Yeah, yeah, so I think this game just proved that we know each other a little too well. 
Yeah, this was but actually I mean, and also we're kind of yeah, very similar. And I guess now we can move into like the main topic for our podcast today, which is mm-hmm. kind of as a whole social media. And we know that a Netflix documentary came out earlier this year um, that was recommended to us by a lot of people, actually. Mainly our parents. Mostly our dads. Yeah. (laughs) um, So naturally, we all watched it. And we actually haven't really talked about it, even though it came out at the beginning of this year. So we Mm -hmm. thought, you know what, why not talk about it now? Um, And just to like give a little bit of context for what this documentary was about. So this was like people that are part of big tech companies, like I think Google, Facebook, and a few others. Pinterest was another one. Yeah. And these Mm -hmm. are former employees, but not only that, they were in high ranking positions. Like they were important people in all of these companies. They had like Um, really instrumental inventions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they were like pioneers in creating like really big parts of the social media platforms that we use today. And so they, I guess, left these companies because they saw that there was a lot of unforeseen consequences that came with the products that they were creating. And they're now trying to, I guess, warn the public about the like the pitfalls of social media and what can happen Mm -hmm. if basically like your addiction to social media Mm -hmm. and what can happen if you're not aware of what you're getting yourself into. And like the psychological effects too. Right. Yeah. I don't know, like, what were your first, like, watching it and actually, I guess, finishing this whole documentary, like, what were your guys' like, thoughts? Um, one big thing for me, it's not uh, a new thing that social media is addicting. Like, we are, a lot of people on social media are self-aware, but, like, it's almost the extent of it. Because the specific Mm -hmm. person that sticks out to me, there was someone who used to work at Pinterest they go home and lock themselves in their pantry and scroll through Pinterest and social media. And like, they're the mm-hmm. ones that made this a social media app so addicting. And it's working on them, even though they're 100% self-aware that this is what it's made to do. So it's like, yes, we're all aware, like living our lives day to day with social media, but like the people who make it with the intentions of being addicted mm-hmm. are addicted, which is crazy to me. Yeah, that's something that stood out to me too, especially when it comes to the like buttons on all different kinds of social media, right? Like we're designed to want those likes and the it's made in a way that it makes it easier for you to give quote unquote feedback to people's yeah. posts, but then you also get that kind of feedback when you post something. And so the number of likes will either tell you or like will make you feel like you did something good or something was missing which is something that you don't really sit down and think about how much that might affect you when Mm -hmm. you post something, but going back and actually thinking about it, yeah, you do seek approval with that kind of... Yeah, and the thing was, I remember one of the people who spoke, I think he was like part of the team that came up with the idea of the like button, and he was like, the whole reason we came up with it was to spread positivity. Like, we never foresaw Mm -hmm. it becoming, Mm -hmm. like, everyone is so worried about the lack of likes that the likes you do get don't really matter at some point. I was actually, um, after watching The Social Dilemma, I had to read this article for my psychology class. And um, it was talking about Cambridge Analytica and everything that happened with Facebook. And it was saying how the user preferences for um, social media apps and the way that people like like buttons and comment um, and 
use the search bar to search different uh, things, it actually kind of predicts their personality. So in a way, like the people who are creating these apps can like know like what kind of person you are. So it's kind of like crazy to think about like how moral is that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like, mm. like half of the documentary was, it was like an interview type situation where like you brought in all these members of big tech companies, but then the other half was like the skit where mm. you saw a family going through like the effects of social media addiction mm. or like being able to handle social media really well. And that was like one of like the boy that was in the skit, like in they had like scenes where like you were kind of in his phone and you could see mm -hmm. people being like, oh, he likes this. He's this type of person. Like, let's give mm -hmm. him this ad because mm -hmm. that's what he would like, which is like, it makes you think, I think, just because after watching that, I was like, wow, like the ads that I get are definitely tailored towards stuff that I like because mm -hmm. I'm clicking on it or like yeah. I'm seeing it more or like I'll even just read it like the amount of time that my screen is just paused on this ad that information is sent mm -hmm. somewhere and mm -hmm. like that's what creates more ads of that type which is insane like i won't even click on it if you're just spending time watching it like that still counts or something mm -hmm. or even yeah. like how search things that you search are also like that that information is also stored so if you search for something even if it's if it piqued your interest for the first time the next day an ad related to that mm, is going to yeah. pop up because that information is now stored to whatever personality your phone or whatever mm. social media you have is tied to we don't even realize the extent to the data they collect it's just they have so much to predict what you're gonna do and like what you're doing that it sounds like your phone is like listening to you sometimes you know this past week we had pasta for dinner and um after like we finished i was scrolling through instagram and the first advertisement was literally pasta sauce <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it's like one of the brands we have at our house and i was like that's scary yeah like there have been so many times where like me or like my friends have been like oh my god my phone is listening to me like i was talking to someone about like x y and z and then later in the day an ad popped up for it and I'm like yeah this is actually a little freaky but does it make you change how you interact with social media like do you guys looking at it like do you change anything or do you just continue because I don't think I do anything like specifically to change how I like act in everyday life or like with my phone I think that's the point of it is to not make you want to change it right because everything is so tailored towards what you like that you're mm -hmm. so pleased with the content that you're being provided that why would you want to change it because if you changed it it's yeah. good like the whole point of it is to make you want yeah. to be on it more and so yeah. when it's tailored towards you it's like oh this is something that i like want to get or oh this you know i want to get like the products that they show you too right you're more likely to get those so why would you like yeah, human yeah, nature yeah. wise why would it's, you want to change kind of, that's kind of crazy that like mm -hmm. i can be this freaked out about my phone like listening to me basically but i enjoy what it's giving me that mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna change yeah. you right you never you never get sick of it that's the thing and that's why it's so like scary you know yeah mm -hmm. because it's the convenience out of it like if things are mm -hmm. gonna be handed to you in a silver platter and like right now when everything takes so much time you're gonna be like okay yeah because you see so many people that are like oh well the government's already spying on us then so like why do we have to care like it's fine <laughs> and like to an extent i do understand where they're coming from because obviously there's no way in the lives that we live that everything we do is going to be safe and secure and mm. it just gets to that point of acceptance which is kind of scary that like people so many people are at that point of acceptance mm. where they're like oh well what can you do <laughs> the government's spying on mm. us so 
I, because when I think of addiction to social media, I think of TikTok specifically because that yeah. app is so good at keeping yeah. you on it. I deleted it when school started because I was like, I cannot do this. So I waste so much time on this app, but it's actually never ending. Like it just keeps going on and on and on as you scroll and the content yeah. is constantly geared towards you. Like yeah. every single so, thing. It's so simple. It's just like with the touch, you keep seeing like how many ever TikToks it's you The fact that it's see. called a for you page, like it's mm. meant to it's tailor towards you, you. <laughs> and if you don't like something you click not interested and it's soft showing you things like that anymore that's like the first time that i've seen things perfectly geared towards you because when you log in when you open the app even if you don't have an account the for you page still gears towards you and like you start scrolling and it gives you anything you could dream of and then as you spend more and more time on it it mm -hmm. starts like narrowing it down and it's just absolutely yeah I mean, it's not I absolutely think... crazy because i do i'm not surprised by it yeah yeah i think like also um when it shows you videos with like a lot of likes like 1.3 million likes or like 2.4 million likes it makes you like more interested like what is actually like happening right so you like mm -hmm. keep right so what what made other people want to give them that like yeah exactly exactly yeah I think one of the other things that the documentary went into was just like the dangers of it being so tailored towards you because once everything you're seeing what you want to see and then when it comes to things like real world news and stuff you're only going to see that one perspective like you're mm -hmm. in a bubble and you don't realize it and so we think like we're like oh like everyone around me thinks the same or like everyone on social media is thinking this way like mm -hmm. how is there even another side another to side. this, yeah. this perspective like how is there even another perspective on this like matter mm -hmm. yeah. but the thing is like their social media looks completely different from ours mm -hmm. That I think actually that's what surprised me the most in the yeah. documentary because that's like the one of the only things that I hadn't thought about before specifically for the news you have to consciously go and find news sources that you don't agree with because you need mm -hmm. to like, remember it's so easy to forget that like people around you don't think the same as you and that can be mm -hmm. it's like you said that can be very very harmful it's literally group polarization right like if you're talking to people that agree with the same thing as you you're going to get more riled up and then you're going to have more negative opinions of people that will potentially think differently than you and then it creates a very toxic environment mm -hmm. for like just humankind basically it's so easy to find information that you agree with right because as soon as you as soon as you happen upon it you're like oh this is exactly what I think too. So let me hear what they have to say, right? So you have that confirmation bias that whatever you believe that you came to the table with is the correct way of thinking. And every like news sources, all social media, all of it has a way of making you feel like what you're feeling is right. And like you said, right? It's mm -hmm. very easy to think that your point of view is the only point of view. Because mm -hmm. it's also like, there are just so many people out there that I don't think it's that hard for you to like look at a group and be like, okay, there's so many of us that think the same way, but I think like we don't realize There's the so number. Many think the other way also. Yeah, like because like yeah. there, how many like billions, billions of people can think the same way as you, but billions of people can think opposite of you. Yeah. yeah. Because why are you going to surround yourself with people who don't agree with you? Especially for like very specific opinions or ideals. It comes off as negative if someone doesn't agree with you. So then you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't need that negativity in my life. Yeah. And you get rid of it. Mm -hmm. It makes you more close-minded whether you mean for it to or not. So Yeah, I think on social media too, like if you find something that you disagree with, it's so easy for you to just swipe up or like swipe away mm -hmm. from it, you know, and like completely ignore it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, and I think also too it's like 
that small swipe has such a big impact. Like for mm-hmm. for a person on a phone, you're just like, okay, I don't want to listen to this right now. But to the information that's being gathered, it's like, oh my God, like they don't like this. We're never going to show this type of information <laughs> to them again. So then you never get it. We're like, yeah, because they want to increase screen time. And if you see something and you step away from it, that means that you don't want to see it. So they're not going to show you anything like that anymore. So intentionally and unintentionally, you're narrowing what you receive from social media. Mm-hmm. Going back to Jenny's question about like, would you change anything or did you change anything? Maybe not social media specifically, but like with the whole like making sure you get different kinds of news sources, especially with Mm -hmm. the election that just happened. I think that was where we really like made an effort to not just like leave the channel on or leave the TV on one channel all night, Mm -hmm. especially during presidential debates and stuff. We would like switch between channels and it would be, it's astonishing to see how differently people can view exactly the same same thing. I found a graphic uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was right after the election, that Mm -hmm. actually shows you which news sources and which social medias are more geared towards each like political side and shows Mm -hmm. you the reliability of it. So it's really interesting that we're so aware that they have biases, but we still like, I did the same thing when I was watching the election. I tried to switch between channels just because it's interesting to see how they talk about Mm -hmm. things differently, but you still end up staying on the channel that agrees with your political beliefs or your ideals too. So it's Mm -hmm. the, the fact that we're so aware of it, but we're so okay with it at the same time. The brain is just kind of insane. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of meta, right? Like, I am aware that this thing is influencing me in this way, but that's okay. I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> what like, did you do? It is like, what it's it so is. crazy. It's, like, it's I'm aware of so, like, so purposefully. Mm-hmm. They yeah. thrive off of that ideal that we will stick to it, even though we know what effect it has mm-hmm. on us. Oh my god, that reminds me, I think one of the people in the documentary, I don't remember exactly how he phrased it, but he was saying something about like, when there's a product or a service, like you're selling something, right? But in this yeah. case, they're not selling the like app to you. You are the product. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. People and yeah. your the data yeah. about you is. That's crazy. And you don't, you're not aware of that when mm-hmm. you're just scrolling. Mm-hmm. Like you think that the app is doing something for you yeah. and you don't realize yeah, that like, yeah. oh wait, <laughs> like you're kind of getting played right now. But I guess but yeah, that's like, also the whole point. Yeah. yeah. But it, that, it's like also insane that we have gotten this far without really knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like how did we actually get to this point where like we're not, we're being manipulated by social media so much so that we weren't aware of it up until this point when it's kind of too late to actually mm-hmm. change. It's There's cool. also, yeah. this is what the documentary does touch on a lot of things that we weren't aware of, but there's also so much that's positive about it too because before social media you couldn't connect with people across the world yeah. or mm-hmm. we we talk about how we have a tendency to lean towards points of view that we see that agree with our own but if you think about the days before social media your circle like your immediate circle is the only one you're going to get around yeah. whereas at least with social media you have the not that people really take advantage of taking in another point of view but you have the accessibility in order to do that 
And like, even if it might not seem like a lot of people are taking advantage of it, there is 100% a difference than if there was no social media. Because like, if you're in a specific point of view, and then you're, you're just there for the rest of your life, like what is the guarantee that you'll move somewhere? You'll have to physically move somewhere to get a different point of view, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> not always like something- It's not feasible. Yeah. yeah. Feas- it's not always feasible. So <laughs> yeah, I think like taking in a different point of view like helps you grow as a person too right because it's like Mm -hmm. you think about something that doesn't agree with you and you're like oh like that wait like I understand like where that's coming from and I think with social media like you see like celebrities like using their platforms to spread like information and Mm -hmm. like do good things um for the society and like I think we it's good that we have social media in our lives like today and we are like still on top and like keeping up with it and I think like even going further like past like celebrities expanding their platform I think just like more on a personal level two mm. the people that we can stay in touch with just mm-hmm. like friends and family is so much more accessible like it's so much easier yeah. our circles yeah, have like, expanded so much yeah yeah moving like if you move and you there was no social media like how are you going to actually be able to stay in touch with people writing letters you know? that would be yeah, <laughs> yeah literally yeah. like across the country yeah exactly after i moved i haven't really stayed in touch with any of my friends because i mean when i was really young but also there was no social media that i was you Mm -hmm. know taking part in Mm -hmm. but like my sister's best friend she moved to california and she's still in touch with her and that's like across the country so it's kind of insane that you can still talk to people just because of social media and i think someone in the documentary also said this line right that like it's not the technology that is the existential threat because like the whole documentary is kind of like guys like we're getting closer and closer to like an apocalypse type of thing because Mm -hmm. of social media and the effect of technology on us and i think everyone that was being interviewed kind of had the same ideology or almost everyone that it wasn't the technology that was the existential threat but it's technology's ability to bring out the worst in people and that was the existential threat because then you see stuff people can be very vicious to each other on social media and oh my goodness do yeah. you want to talk vicious twitter is so vicious i was on that app for like a month yeah people are actually so mean like it just it yeah. just made me so sad seeing how mean people are just because they're yeah. like behind a screen and a screen name it it's doesn't so toxic. mean anything yeah. it's so twitter can, toxic like, twitter can like make or break like careers too like it's yeah see? oh like, my once people goodness. get once it's people so get started talking judge. on twitter it's so easy yeah. to judge people yeah, say so one or to... two wrong things or one or two things that the majority of people don't agree with and bam you're canceled yeah i feel like cancel culture is a whole other topic that we could definitely dive into at another time and while we probably could talk about this for hours we should wrap it up here thank you guys so much for listening we really hoped you liked this episode it was super interesting to talk about our relationship and society's relationship with social media and if you guys have any suggestions for what you'd like to hear us talk about or if you have any questions or just want to reach out to us please feel free to contact us via our instagram at the pen pod uh, you can also reach us at our email, which is thepenpod at gmail.com. And again, that's pen with two N's. We will try to respond to you guys in a timely manner. As always, we hope you have a great weekend, week, day, or whenever you're listening to this. We'd love it if you tuned again next week to hear us talk about winter holidays. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.